Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. See if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity be a roadblock in your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Welcome to the Hank Haney Podcast, a production of iHeartRadio. Gonna tell it like it really is. We know Haney doesn't give a sh. Silencing critics, eliminate misses. Two chips never accept on shoulders to get better. Everybody knows the name. Read about it. We're golf teachers, Hall of Fame. Never doubt it. It's time for the truth. Here's our dude. You're listening to Haney. You're listening to Haney. You're listening to Haney. It's time for the truth, here's our dude. You're listening to Haney. Listening to Haney. Welcome to the Hank Haney Podcast. Well, wait a second. Let me let me count it down. I gotta do it official here. Three, two, one. Welcome to the Hank Haney Podcast, a Saturday strong edition with the great predictor Steve Johnson and also Minnesota Tim Parachka. Tim, it's I tell you what, it was a pleasure being with you guys this last week. I had a double double appearance on the Hank Haney podcast weekday version. And so that uh, that puts my total to 3 this week. What do you think about that? Yeah, you're um you're elevating yourself past special guest status, Steve, and you're getting yourself back to being a co-host. So it's very exciting. It's ni- it's always nice to have you um on the weekly shows. To be honest, it does make the it does make my work schedule about two times longer when you're on the show because normally it's Hank and mine track um, to edit together. And, you know, you guys don't really see what I see on my end. You guys have no idea what I see. Um, and then when you're on the show, the show is so much better. And the the humor that you bring to the show, Steve, is so appreciated and I love it. I love what you bring to the table. And then, you know, then the work side on the back end of it, it's about two times longer. But here's what I'm going to tell you, Steve. It's absolutely worth it when you're on the show. It is absolutely worth it. I am being positive. 
I am being uplifting. You're trending. You're trending right now. I'm trending upward right now. I'm still a little bit bitter from last weekend. You know, I'm still trying to get past that idea that I just got played like a fool for about a month and a half. Well, you um, didn't get, you didn't get, let's, you know, I mean, that's a little bit of an overreaction. You didn't get played. It just wasn't a love connection. I mean, you gave it a good shot. You're in the game. You got more prospects. You're off to Cincinnati, like you say. So it's, it's fine. You're, you're going to be good. You're in the game, man. You're not on the sidelines. You're not on the sidelines anymore like you used to be. I got know? played, Steve. I got played. Really? Yeah. Just misled? You were, you were misled, you think? I was very misled. So here's okay. the deal, okay? So she was, she is an amazing girl. Super nice, super funny. Somebody that I could have imagined being with for a long time. Like I'm just going to tell it like it is. Someone that I could have imagined being with for a while. And, you know, we're still going to try out the whole friends thing. We'll see how that goes. Um, I've heard hey, that Tim, here, here's before. the deal. I, and I'm not, I don't want to get your hopes up, but you never know. The best relationships start out as friends. The best relationships, the, the best relationships do not start out as a huge love connection. That's true. It's built on friendship. So, I mean, I think you've got a good foundation. Now, Hank would say, I'm full of crap on that. He'd say, move on, go big or go home. You know, he'd uh, say something like that, but no, it, it, uh, Friendship is an important thing. Do not discount that because you never know what that is going to, what it could blossom into. I don't want you to get your hopes up, but hey, you never know. It's a journey, buddy. It is a total journey and you got to embrace the journey. Right. And here's the deal, Steve. I related to exactly what she is doing. She wants to get into her career and I fully understand that and I fully am supportive of that because I did the exact same thing when I was her age. When I was 24, 25 years old, I moved out to Washington, D.C. for three years for a part-time opportunity at Sirius XM. I basically bet on myself, moved out, paid, you know, $1,300, $1,400 for rent for a part-time opportunity, and then went out to Jimmy John's. So I can relate to what she's doing, and I fully support her and will answer any questions and give her any advice if she needs it. Now, the tr the the part that I can't relate <laughs> is that before I moved out to Washington D.C., I wasn't looking to get into a relationship with anybody. If that makes any sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it does. It does. So, I mean, you, you you had your career in mind, and I tell you what, there's a couple things that you said. Uh, that I just want to comment on. One, a young guy that goes from Minnesota to Washington, D.C. for a part-time job and then says, hey, you know what? I can't live on a part-time job. I'm not going to ask my parents for a scholarship. I'm going to get another job. I'm going to do what I need to do to get it done. I mean, I tell you what, that is rare in, 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 these, in your generation. People don't think like that anymore, or not many of them. The ones that do are going to get ahead. Now, one, one last thing that you commented on early on in your conversation, you talked about when I'm on, it is a lot more work for you. But you know what? You get paid for that, Tim. That is true. You get true. paid the big dollars. Hey, I love it when you're on. I love it when you're on, Steve. I said that. I said that. I love it when you're on. You know, this brings back to a, a quick story to me. Um, so when I moved out to Washington, D.C., my college roommate, um, eventually admitted to me a, a few years after I was out there that he thought I would last two months and then come back to Minnesota. 
we were golfing at one of the two golf courses I've ever been to, um, Pioneer Creek in Watertown, Minnesota. And uh, we were golfing together, and he goes, Tim, I'm going to be honest with you. I thought you would be out in Washington, D.C. for two months, and then you had the bike crash, and then I thought you were coming home. So I give you credit for staying out there. And I didn't say thank you. My exact phrase to my college roommate, who is still a great friend to this day, and if you're a kid, if you're a parent with a kid, I would turn the radio down a little bit right now. <laughs> so give me, a, I'll give you five okay. seconds. Okay. Five, four, three, two, one. My response to my college roommate, you really think I'm that much of a pussy? I said, that was my exact say, that was my exact um, comments to him on the golf course. Well, goes, I mean, I don't think, no, I don't think it, it was, I wouldn't use that adjective. What I would say, he was probably thinking, Tim, I didn't think you were that resourceful because you, you didn't, you know, it wasn't all roses when you got there. You, like you said, you got, you had a bike crash. You had a little setback, had your bike seat stolen, another setback. Uh, although you did a great job as a associate producer and producer on shows on Sirius XM, it was hard for you to get a chance to be the main man, to be the, uh, to be twisting and tweaking all of the dials on the, uh, on the board. Uh, but you hung in there and you were resourceful and you, and you got a chance and uh, the rest is history. The rest is history. Yeah. The rest is history. So this brings up, this brings up the first question um, that we got from a listener here. Let me pull okay. it up. We do have some instructional content we're going to get to. Um, we're also going to talk about the driving relief. And then Steve has a little quiz for me at the end of the show. So we got a loaded show here on a Saturday without sports. Oh, by the way, number 18, Steve, Randy Moss. He's my favorite number 18 for the Oakland Raiders. I know there's a quarterback. Can you think of him? Um, probably the most famous 18 played for the Colts, Denver Broncos. That would have to be the guy in, in the match 2.0, wouldn't it? Yeah, wouldn't it have yeah. to be Peyton Manning? Peyton Manning, there you yeah. go. That was my little quiz for you. All right, so those were the famous number 18s I came up with for the Saturday Strong episode 18. Um, because I mentioned that little story with my college roommate, our comments on the golf course, a little inappropriate, but honest. I We got this email from Harley. He says, P.S. Tim, it's pronounced Harley because I pronounced, I said Harlan last time and or Harlan or something. Um, he said, P.S. Tim, it's pronounced Harley. So, Harley, I apologize for um, saying your name wrong incorrectly last time. And here's a great question coming from Harley. He goes, gents, what makes a great golf partner? And he lists his top three attributes. He goes, the ones that are fun to play with no matter how they are playing. Number two, you just know what they want to play. You just know they want to play well. And number three, they play quickly. So, Steve, I was just on the golf course and explained that story with my college roommate that got a lot of laughs and stuff. Curious to hear your favorite attributes of a playing partner on the golf course. Oh, man, you always, number one, for a great playing partner, you always want a guy that has some shots, that's a shot maker, that... Uh, you want to have a great player, Tim. You want to have. You want to always pair with it with a great player. You know, I mean, 
you look at the uh, the matches that are coming up, and the guys say, "Yeah, yeah, man, I want to play with Tiger Woods, or I want to play with Dustin Johnson, or you know, I want to play with John Rom." Oops, sorry, John Rom's not playing. He got bypassed on this one. Or Jason Day, he's a tailor-made guy. No, he got bypassed too. But Harley's question is a great one because you always want a guy that you can you think, okay, this guy can pull it out. This guy's a gamer, um, and this guy's got got some game. Another thing, and you will hear this. On these matches, uh, if you if we do view them, uh, one on NBC and then one on what is it TBS TNT TNT. There you go. No apologies. The, the one of the 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 pledges that most of the partners make with each other in this partnership is, hey, you know what? We're not going to apologize. We're going to try the best we can. I'm not going to apologize for the shot I hit because it was the best one I could have hit at that point in time. So no, no apologizing, you know, no, uh, oh, I'm so sorry. You know, and we see that when Tiger's playing in the Ryder cup with someone and they don't get it done and oh gosh, Justin Thomas, you know, apologizing. You don't want to apologize. You just do the best you can and keep going. Hey, another thing, Tim, number three on the list, great attitude. You want a guy that's a can-do guy. You don't want a guy that's m- complaining and moaning and making excuses. And, you know, it, it uh, that doesn't make it any fun at all. I like what Harley says about someone that's that's ready to play. A fast game's a good game. A slow game is absolutely painful. And, and yes. you know what I mean. You know what I'm talking yeah. about. The practice swing kings or queens that take about five practice swings and then dub one anyway so it's just that has to be the most frustrating thing to watch in golf you got someone you're playing with or playing ahead of you i would say if they're playing ahead of you it's even more frustrating because you're just sitting there on the tee box or fairway just waiting and waiting and waiting and you're counting their practice swings one two oh my gosh four practice swings and then they go up to their golf ball and you're like okay at least they'll hit a good one and then they put a little grounder about 20 yards, a little worm burner, a little Minnesota Timparachka on it. And no fluffing. 20 yards, no, no fluffing. fluffing. No fluffing. And then guess what? They go up to their golf ball. One, two, three. Oh my gosh, you're going to kill me on this tee box. But you know, bottom line, Tim, I mean, all that you're explaining has to do with respect for the other players. And, you know, someone that's ready to play, someone that doesn't take practice putts or uh, excessive practice swings is respecting the other players. When it's your turn, pull a trigger, make your decision, pull your trigger. Now, everyone needs everyone needs to get information. So the first thing, and this is what we talked to you about this last week, Hank wanted me to give you a little mentoring on knowing the yardage. You need to know the yardage. And you need to know how far you hit the ball with each club. So typically what players will do is they'll the first information they'll get is yardage to the front of the green, yardage to where the middle of the green is, and then yardage to over the green. They'll also get yardages to any bunkers or any hazards that they want to stay away from. Uh, then they'll get, hey, what's the wind doing? Is it helping me or is it hurting me? They'll make a guess. They'll either add yardage or subtract yardage. Now, what about the elevation? Am I hitting uphill? Am I hitting downhill? What about the humidity? Is it is it sticky where the ball doesn't go anywhere? Or is is um like in Harding Park this this fall uh, in the PGA Championship? Is it going to be? No. Where are they playing at Harding Park? What, what tournament are they playing in Harding? That's the PGA, yes. Oh, is it? Okay. So 
the PGA Championship where the humidity and it's cold and the ball doesn't go as far. So they, they want to get the useful information. All that information can be, re, can be collected before it's your turn. So when it's your turn, you make your decision, you make your practice swing, or you do your r- routine, and then you pull the trigger and you go to your next shot. Uh, that brings up a story, Tim. Can I tell you a story here real quick? Yeah, that brings up your story, and then I want to respond to your yardages comment there. Okay. My story was uh, back when I first started working for Hank, there was a golf pro, a touring pro, that was just off the PGA Tour. He's a little bit older. I uh, turned like 50. He was 52 or three years old. And he really liked the Pete Dye golf course. His name's Bruce Crampton. Bruce Crampton was it was known for many, many years as the best player never to win a major. He came in second place to Jack Nicholas like seven times in majors. Uh, great player, Australian player, great guy. And he came out and he was interested in what we we're doing with the with the swing, you know, and teaching and all. He changed his whole game. Basically started questioning everything he'd ever done. But the story is this. We went out to play a quick nine. And I said, Bruce, you want to play quick nine? Yeah, let's go do it. So I get up there and hit my, we both hit our drives. We get out to the fairway. I, I hit my shot. And then he starts looking for a sprinkler head. I said, Bruce, I, th- I thought we were playing a quick nine. He says, yeah, but I, I never hit a shot without getting yardages, without uh, making a practice swing. This is one of the reasons this guy shot some very, very low scores in tournaments. He went through this routine every time where he got his yardages, he made his practice swing and determined what type of shot he wanted to hit. He'd take his practice swing, he'd pull the trigger, and then in his own mind, it could have been the worst shot he's ever hit in his life, but he knew that that was the best he could have done at that point in time. That was the best he could have done. He went through his preparation, he paid attention, he pulled the trigger, then he goes on to his next shot. That's what he credited in being able to shoot really low numbers is that he had, a, he had a routine, it was a meaningful routine, and once he hit the shot, no matter what happened, he knew that was the best he could have done at that point in time. He moved on to the next shot. Yeah, I have one question for Bruce, though, and okay. I guess for you. How many laughs did he have in the golf course? Because for me, Harley's number one is my number one. When he said that someone that's fun to play with on the golf course, Harley, I am fully supportive of you because number one, someone fun to play with is absolutely the best thing, regardless of how they're playing. Because for me, Steve, sure, I just shot an 87, my best score ever on the golf course. Do you know what that means? That means diddly squat. You know what really meant something to me? I played with my cousin and I had more laughs that day than I had in the previous week combined. Just, oh, you hit a tree, you laugh it off. You know, right. what, I, you know what I mean? But Tim, Tim, I mean, I, I think you're making a false assumption here. The assumption is just because you're going through your routine, you, you're too serious. Now, Bruce, Bruce Crampton loved telling jokes. And he hit this one tee shot. Let me, I'm going to give you an example of it. This, you would love playing with Bruce Crampton. He hit this one shot and he says, ooh, that was a hernia shot. Have you heard this? No. That was a hernia shot. And I said, Bruce, what's a hernia shot? He said, it's a low hanging ball. (laughs) See what I say that day? I mean, he's he's funny. He was funny. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Yeah, it's a low hanging ball, a hernia. Okay, so 
This previous week, you and Hank were telling me that I need to know the yardages that I hit my clubs. And I've been thinking about that these previous few days. Um, and I'm really good from, like I said, 40 to like 125 or so. Um, and then, you know, a little bit after that, I did hit a seven iron pin high, flushed it, hit it perfectly. So, but I don't really know how far I hit it. It was probably around 140, 145. So I occasionally can hit a good one from there. My response to you guys after I've been able to think about it, and I'd love to hear what you think, Steve, is that yardages intimidate me. So I'm an average player. A lot of people listening are an average player. And if you told me that I had to hit this eight iron 140 yards, or if I had to hit this nine iron 120 yards, that would intimidate me more and make me more nervous and make me overthink my swing way more than if I just took my eight iron, estimated, eh, that's probably an eight iron, and I hit it to an area. I feel more comfortable taking my eight iron out, looking at where I am, looking at where the green is, and say, yeah, I probably have to take a little bit off of this because if I full swinged with this eight iron, I would go way over the green. So I feel way more comfortable going with feels than going with numbers. And I feel like a lot of average players could relate to that. Absolutely. And, and you know, you're like very, a lot of average players that you play the same courses over and over and over again. You got a small, um, like you've got your uncle has the course and you play his course. You've got a small group of courses that you tend to play and you feel very familiar. You know what the surroundings are. You know what the conditions are. So you don't feel necessary to to have to get these yardages. The next level for you is when you start going to courses that you're not familiar with and the elevation's changing and you're just not familiar with the courses. You're not familiar with where to hit it and where to miss it. You need those yardages because that's the only way you can judge. Now, you don't want to say, hey, I need to hit this 8-iron 122 yards. You say, hey, if my stock 8-iron is 150 yards, and I've got 135 yards. I'm going to take a little bit off of this. I don't know if I'm going to hit it 135, but I'm going to take a little bit off because I know my stock eight iron is 150. I know I don't have to hit it a full shot. I'm just going to take a little bit off of it and see what happens. So you don't have to be so precise where you're, you know, you're you're splitting the atom every shot where you got to you got to get it within the 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 inch, but. It is good when you start playing courses that you're unfamiliar with, where you're unfamiliar with where to hit it and where to, to miss it, you need to fall back on something and you fall back, you should fall back on yardages. That's just the the lesson that um, we hope to pass on to you. You play your familiar courses. Yeah. Hey, you know what? I played this so many times. I know what this is. So yeah, that's a good I, point. I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're that's saying. a very good point. Very good point. I did not think about unfamiliar golf courses and that does bring yeah, I mean, I play the same course over and over again. Great, great point. All right, let's take our first break here on the Saturday Strong episode of Randy Moss. Um, let Peyton Manning. Wanna, Peyton Manning. Pa- Peyton Manning, yeah. I was going to get to him in the next one because I feel like you got to spread it out a little bit. But anyway, so let's take our first break. Um, one of our sponsors is Voodoo Pain Relief Cream. You've heard Hank talk about it. You've heard me talk about it. You've heard Steve talk about it. And we all say the same thing. And Hank reads listeners from emails or listener emails, and he hears the same thing as well. And what is that thing? 
it works. And right now, Hank is offering a free two-week supply of Voodoo Pain Relief Cream. Just go to VoodooPainRelief.com right now. And the reason Hank offers this Voodoo Pain Relief Cream for free right now for these first two weeks is because he wants to help you. He wants to help your aches. He wants to help your pains. And he knows that you're going to be a repeating customer because this works. So take advantage of this free two-week supply. Free. F-R-E-E. VoodooPainRelief.com. All right, when we come back, tailor-made driving relief. We're going to get into that. And I also have one more question for Steve because this is something the average player can relate to more than anything else in the entire world. We'll get into that next. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break. And consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required. Access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com stereo right now. NetSuite.com stereo. NetSuite.com stereo. Welcome to the Hank Haney Podcast. Welcome back. Saturday Strong, number 18. This is uh, Tim's version is the Randy Moss, number 18. 
I'm going to say Dave Cowens. You know who Dave Cowens is? No, I don't. Dave Cowens played for the Boston Celtics. Really gritty player back in the day, man. He was a really good player. You got to you got to YouTube some of his highlights, man. He was diving on the ground. Uh, he's a big guy too, tall guy, very versatile. Boston Celtics world champion, and uh, he's a famous number eighteen too for this episode number eighteen. I wanted to give a little. Shout out to Dave Cowens. Yeah, so, I like that. I like that a lot. All right, so we got this email from a listener here, Steve. Um, his name is Randy, and I teased it before we get into the driving relief. Um, I said this is something that the average player can relate to more than anything in the world in golf, and I believe that to be true. So Randall says, I listen to the podcast, all of them, and enjoy. They are now a part of my routine. So thank you, Randall, for listening. And because you are a lovely listener and emailer, I wanted to get to this email. And Steve, you're an expert on this stuff. So Randall's question, he says, will you please talk about equipment and fitting clubs, pros versus cons, best values? And here's where he really relates to the average player. Used versus new. I've been playing used clubs and wondering how much I might improve with new fitted clubs or self-analysis of what I'm using and how to evaluate. Um, Randall finishes off and says, anyway, thank you for your wit, wisdom, and, and insight. I'll be listening. Blessings, Randy. Um, so I can relate to Randy because Hank just got me some new clubs. Um, but at the same time, I didn't have to pay for them. Hank got me Callaway driver, Callaway irons, Callaway putter, and I would not have done this I would not have gone to the golf store by myself and bought $3,000 worth of equipment. And I think it's very unfair of any of us to expect any average player to just go to the golf course or golf shop anywhere and say, hey, yeah, I'm just going to write a $3,000 check for these brand new clubs. So, Steve, weigh in on some of Randy's comments, used versus new, getting fitted. What are your overall thoughts in that area? Right. So uh, let me comment on one of the things you said. You know, you are on the Callaway staff now. You're a staff player. Yeah, so don't, baby. Don't diminish that. I mean, it's not like, you know, that, that hey, I just got a, a set of clubs, that little hand-me-downs. You are on the Callaway staff. You're part of their professional staff, Tim. So yeah, uh, baby. be proud of that. Be proud of that. Great question, Randy. And perhaps the most important thing, because there's many variables in getting the right clubs for you. There's some preferences, like what you like to look at, uh, what head style that you, that performs the best. So many variables. If you were to go into a golf store and just pick out something that looked good to you, you might as well go get a lottery ticket. Because I the, the, the chances that those clubs are going to be the best clubs for you is, is about the same odds as winning the lottery. There are a lot of variables. The variables include how you move the club, what your technique is. Because there's some fitters that say, hey, you know what? I'm going to fit you to your swing. I'm going to fit you to the swing that you have. And there's some club fitters that would bend the clubs really upright, um, would take loft off the face to try to fix the ball flight. I mean, that's a, that's one style of club fitting. The best style is, and we assume that everyone wants to play the best that they can play. Whether they tell us or not, hey, I'm just... You know, I'm, I'm out here just, I want to have fun. I, I want to have some laughs. But our assumption as teachers is you want to be the best you can be. So 
it'll be a little bit of technique. It'll be a little bit of, of club fitting, uh, the shaft flex, the grip size, the length, the lie angle. That's the, the, the angle that the club shaft sits. Um, they're all, they're all re- really important factors. And the, the most important investment you can make, whether you get, and I'm a big advocate of the used clubs because there's a lot of club jockeys out there that buy the latest and greatest every time it comes out. And a lot of these secondhand stores have essentially brand new, the latest and the greatest clubs that, that are out that season. You can get them for a lot cheaper, just like buying a used car, Tim. But the most important thing is just getting something that's fit for you. The most important investment is going to a, a real live club fitting, not a demo day at your club or a golf course, not wheeling the cart out that has about six clubs in it. And you can say, oh yeah, hey, we're doing a fitting. That's not a fitting. Club champion is is the best, the best in the country. And they have everything. It's just like a tour, it's just like you're going to a tour van, but the tour van has every manufacturer's clubs and all the shafts that are available. And what they do is these guys are professional. They they they've been trained on how to narrow down the parameters for your type of swing, your type of swing speed, uh, your posture what the ball flight looks like, what your big miss is. These guys have been trained extensively on making it easy for the, for the guy that's going for the fitting. You know, all you have to do when you go to a fitting as a customer, Tim, is all you got to do is hit shots. And, and the fitter gives you these different clubs. They're taking data uh, from like a track man or flight scope. Uh, if they don't have the technology to give you the data, they're guessing. Uh, I, I'm not discounting what we can see in the ball flight, but you want to, you're dialing in a set of clubs that uh, is going to help you play the best you can play. So some of the fittings cost as much for a full bag and it takes a long time. It takes about four hours. So what typical club fitters do is they'll have you fit your driver and maybe your wedges one time and then your fairway woods and your irons another time and then a putter. Uh, they'll break it up so you're fresh. Um, but all you've got to do is sign up for a club fitting, be ready to hit some shots, tell the fitter when you're tired, you take some rests, and he does the rest for you. And you'll be able to see, you'll be able to see the, the results. Hey, if you don't get any better results with the clubs that they give you than compared to what you have, stick with what you have. It's just like the guy from Titleist told us that one time, Tim. You test the balls. If you're not spinning it more with one ball than the other, then Always buy the cheapest one. Well, there you go. I like that. That's why. That's why we got two. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah. So I mean, the fit. I, I like the. I like the whole idea. If you can get some used clubs that are the right, that are built for you. I mean, go for it because you're just going to be saving money. All right. Um. Great response to Randy's question there. All right. Um. So we wanted to get into the driving relief a little bit. We'll get into it more next week because we still have another week and a half until it happens, May 17th. Um. We are recording. Well, yeah, we have another week, right? Don't we? Wait. Yeah, we, we have, have eight the, days. Eight days. Okay. Until, okay. Have, yeah. 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 So it's May 17th. That Sunday, we have that Saturday still before. So we'll have the real breakdown next week. But early look at it, Steve. Rory McIlroy, number one player in the world. Dustin Johnson, fifth player in the world versus Matthew Wolf, 110th player in the world. And Ricky Fowler, 27th player in the world. 
Skins game, Taylor Mater leaves Seminole. Um, your overall impressions of the Taylor made driving relief and what you expect. Well, I mean, you're you're a big um, proponent of entertainment, and this is an entertainment event. I mean, Hank has sketched it out that these guys have commitments because of their endorsements of the TaylorMade products. They have commitments to provide days for TaylorMade. Well, this is this is one of their their days that they're going to be doing, and I think it's a great opportunity. For, for us to see these guys, the, the real, the real deal, you know, the, not in a tournament, just casual golf. Now they're playing for charities. I wanted to ask you, Tim, because I have some ideas of what I'm looking for in this match. What would make a good match for you? I mean, what, it's going to be on the NBC. We probably have Dan Hicks and Jimmy Roberts, uh, Bill McAtee, you know, doing some commentary. They'll bring in some other guys from the golf channel. I'm, I'm sure. PGA Tour has uh, probably some guys, uh, some players that are going to be involved in well, as well. What do you look for in a good entertainment uh, opportunity in this type of format? What What's important to you? Well, it's tough, Steve, because they're not really playing for anything. However, they are playing for charity dollars. So it's an important match to, it's an important get together. Basically, it's, it's basically like a hero world challenge to get together. It doesn't mean anything. The shots don't mean anything. It's a skins game. Um, so whether or not Matthew Wolf hits the green or puts it in the bunker, whether or not either of those two teams win, it doesn't really matter. Um, but what matters is that they're doing it for a good cause. I don't know, Steve. I mean, it's tough because it's tough. Oh, it's not because tough. It's not it's a not major tough, championship. Tim. It's not it's tough. It's not a major championship. No, no, but you're making it. You're, you keep relating it to the competition, but there's more than the competition. When we watch the U.S. Open, we, we when we watch the Masters, it's about the competition. When we watch an outing like this, it's not really about the competition, as you pointed out. But there's there are things that it is about. Now, now you want me to give you a little lesson here? Yeah. Okay. So. We feel like we know these guys when they get interviewed, when they get, uh, you know, like there's behind the scenes interviews and we get to see what they're really like. Um, so I think number one on my list is I'm hoping to learn a little bit about these guys. Is their personalities? Are they jokesters? Are they, um, well, what kind of person are they? Are they guys that you'd want to hang out with? I want to learn a little bit more about these guys. And I think this is a great opportunity to do it because you've got in between shots. I hope. Hopefully they'll do interviews off course where they're, they're talking about, you know, maybe some struggles that they've been through or maybe some some one of the reasons that uh, not necessarily that they got into golf, but golf stories that we wouldn't normally hear. We want to learn something about these guys that we don't already know. We already know they're great players. We already know that they're great competitors. What we don't know is anything, some personal about them. We want to get to know them. And that's number one on my list. I want to see the real Ricky Fowler, the real Rory McIlroy, um, Dustin Johnson. Now, Matt Wolf, I mean, I don't know much about him. So anything that he sheds light on is going to be a, a learning opportunity. You know, I mean, I, I know a little bit about him. So what, what do you think about that number one? Uh, number one, what will, I feel like, Personality, we, buddy. Personality. And yeah, that's that's not what we care about, Steve. <laughs> well, miss that. That's the only thing you're going to get out of this. I know. It's the only I know. thing you're going to get. 
I know, I know it is, but here's the deal, Steve. You could have the greatest personality in the world, and if you have no game, nobody's going to care. And that's just telling it like it is. People love professional athletes because it's professional athletes competing at the highest level. We don't love professional athletes because he cracked a joke here or cracked a joke there. That can come along with a territory right, of competing but Tim, at the highest level. Tim, Tim, Tim. Yeah. We see them. We are, we get our dosage of of them in competition. We've seen them hit the great shots. We've seen them finish off tournaments. This is a different. This is a different format. This is not competition. This is let me let me build some value. Let me build some equity in my relationship with the public. That's what this is all about. Um, I mean, wh- why do you think Ricky wanted to do it? I mean, and now he's he's a tailor-made ball guy, but he's not even a tailor-made club guy. You know, I mean, I think it's a great opportunity and, and I hope to hear something, but Dustin Johnson, you know, he, he's low stress. He doesn't like stress. Uh, I hope we hear something about him personally, some, something about that, that makes him, what has made him, what, what are the ingredients that have made him what he is today? And uh, I, I, I think, They've got four and a half hours of, of broadcast of four golfers, Tim. They have got to be able to paint a picture of what these guys are off the golf course, too. And I think yeah. that's a big responsibility of Dan Hicks and Jimmy Roberts and whoever else is going to be part of the broadcast. They've, they've got to be able to do that. The next thing, and we didn't see it in the match 1.0, the, 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 the golf was awful. Uh, shot making, and that's exactly what you're talking about. Hey, let's see some good shots. So I hope they have the the top tracer technology. I hope they can show us exactly what these guys are doing. We can get a flavor for how far this ball is going, and and not only that, but a flavor of the shot making that is required on this golf course that no one's seen before on on television. You know, Seminole yeah. Seminole Golf Club is uh, one of the old school famous courses. You know, Ben Hogan. Used to practice there all winter, and uh, it will be windy, but it's an opportunity to see shots, great shots on a great golf course too. Mm-hmm. The, this match is going to come down to two players, Steve. The success of it. No one cares about Dustin Johnson. I'm sorry, DJ. You've won 20 times. You won a major championship, but in my mind, no one cares because you have no personality on the PGA Tour. Um, you've won every year since like 2008, 2009, and winning is really important, but you also have to have a personality. Matthew Wolf, yeah. Matthew Wolf, nobody cares. He won yeah. the 3M Open, my tournament here in Minnesota, 110th play, player in the world. Rory McIlroy and Ricky Fowler, that's what the match is going to come down to. The success of this match is going to come down to those players because Rory has the game and a personality. Fowler has more personality than game, but he still has a little game. So that's what the match is going to come down to, Steve. Okay, so what do you think the executive producer is going to tell these guys before the match? Hey, guys, come on. Let's get a good warm-up because we want to see a lot of great shots. We, it's a very important that you guys really take this seriously because we've got to see great shots. No, what he's going to tell them is, hey, you know what? Let us see some of your personality. Let us see some of your opinions. Let us see some of your gamesmanship. Because that's what it's all about. I mean, it's not about it's not about the competition. It's about, hey, this is an entertainment show. 
and let's entertain these people. Your your focus on on the competition and the shot making is one just one aspect of entertainment. I mean, I'd love to see I'd love to see some gamesmanship. Now, I don't know if any of them are going to go out on a limb. You know, can you imagine if like Rory McIlroy gets up to the very first hole and imitates the swing that Matthew Wolf has? That would be funny as anything. That would break the ice. That would be that would show, hey, Rory's got a darn good personality in the way that Matthew Wolf would react. We would like him too. Yeah, that's a good point. I, I would like that for sure. You know? Um, yeah. To have the guy that does all the imitations of the players imitating, you know, uh, out there with them, and uh, that would be great too. I mean, this has got to be entertainment, some comedic relief, some competition, some get to know the players. Um, and I would really love to see the really the real Ricky Fowler. I mean, he's he's uh, he has this persona that he tries to portray in his commercials and in, in uh, his interviews during competition, but let's see the re- real Ricky Fowler. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? I, uh, yeah. It'll be interesting to see what happens. It'll be the only thing on TV. So the rating should be better than most PGA tour events. And we'll, we'll see what happens. Take us to our second break, Steve. All right. When we get back this, one of the players in this match is, uh, has got some very special distinction and along with some other players on the PGA tour. And we're going to test, because Tim Parachka is a professional golf producer, we're going to test his knowledge in uh, little historical and contemporary facts about golf in the United States. We'll be right back. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. 
You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash stereo right now. NetSuite.com slash stereo. NetSuite.com slash stereo. So, Tim, I've got this, uh, I've got, I, I created this new game, and I, I want to try it out on you. It's called Name That Pro. Okay. Okay. Who is this? I, the first edition of the game was called Who Am I? Yeah. But now this is Who's This Pro? Okay. And I haven't really gotten the, the uh, scoring system down yet. I'm going to have to consult with Hank. So, uh no matter how he scores, no matter how he answers, he'll win. You know, he's, he's very competitive, Tim. So I'm going to try this out on you. Okay, so we've got this match, this tailor-made driving relief, which I, I don't really know why it's called that. It sounds like a long drive contest, but it's an 18-hole match between Ricky Fowler and his partner, Matthew Wolf against Rory McIlroy and Dustin Johnson. All tailor-made guys, all guys that endorse the tailor-made product in one way or another. Uh, Ricky endorses the ball. Uh, they have days that they have to do. And you know what? They want to raise money for some charity. Charities, I guess. So anyway, one of the golfers in this group has a distinction that no other golfer has. Ding, ding. Can you name that golfer and what his distinction is? He has a distinction that oh, no yeah. other golfer he's has. Won, he's won a competition that the other three have not won. That's not a real question, is it? Well, I mean, what, what who, who's, well, yeah, it's a question, but it's a very complicated question. This is, this is a very, this is an upper tier game, Tim. Okay, well, you, this could be an answer for, for all okay. four players. Okay, so let me, okay, so let me. Dustin Johnson's the only one with 20 plus wins. Rory McIlroy is the only one with three ma- three or four majors. Um, Matthew Wolf's the only one that won the 3M Open, and Ricky Fowler's the only one that got a, that had a dump drop. <laughs> okay, okay, bad question. What has Matthew Wolf done that none of these other than the 3M Open? What has he done that these other three have not done? Did something in the NCAA tournament? Okay, he won the NCAA championship is what he's done. The other three have not won the NCAA championship. Okay, so I was right. Yeah, that's great. Um, my next question. There was, and you, you'll probably get this one right. We're going to the NCAA championships, and I'm looking back. I'm historically, you know, I mean, some of these competitions, amateur competitions, the guys that win it, their career never does blossom like you think it would because of a big competition like that. We see that with the U.S. Junior. We see that with the U.S. Amateur. We see that with the NCAA Championship. And But there are some players that have made it all the way to the top. One of them being a player that had won the NCAA Championship in 1990 and 1992. Can you name that player? John Daly? Good guess, but no, that would be Phil Mickelson. Phil Mickelson won the NCAA championship in 1990 and 92. Okay. Um, In 1994, 
a young player won the NCAA championship, who's, you know, as I would say, is one of the biggest, and I've said this many times, is one of the biggest overachievers, I think, on the PGA Tour. Can you name that player? Oh, biggest overachievers on the tour. According to Steve Johnson. Yeah, according to Steve Johnson. Oh, man. Has he won a major championship? Yes, he has. He has won a major And in fact, his major championship was overseas. And he said he was not married at the time. And in his, in his acceptance speech, he said, I wish it's, this has been unreal. He says, I'm, I'm really, I, I just have not, it hasn't sunk in. And when he went to thank his parents for all that they've done, he, his voice cracked and he paused for a second. He says, you know what? I think it just sunk in. Uh, it was a very emotional uh, acceptance speech. Great one. I think one of the best ex- acceptance speeches I've ever seen. And that golfer played at the University of Texas. His name is Justin Leonard. You've heard me uh-huh. talk about Justin Leonard being an overachiever. He's a small guy. He's a very good putter, very much a gamer. Um, and, uh, you know, we don't see a lot of guys like Justin Leonard breaking out on the tour and doing what he did anymore because the game has is, is, is changed quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I've got uh, I've got one more for you, and All you right. better you better get this one. In 2013, this guy kind of broke onto the scene. He was a, he's a good golfer, good amateur golfer, but he won the NCAA championship in 2013. He went to my alma mater, actually, uh, University of California Berkeley, which is not known as a big uh, back in the day was not known as a big golf powerhouse. Um, can you name that player? He won the NCAA championship in 2013. Yeah. Can you can you name that champion without Google is what I'm asking you. 2013. What has he done on the PGA Tour? Give me a little hint here. He's won. He's won on the PGA Tour. He is on the PGA Tour. Now, remember, a lot of these guys, you know, like the guy that won in uh, 1991, Warren Shute. You never heard of him. Yeah. The player that sticks out in my mind is Xander Shoffley. Okay, that's good. That's a little bit before his time. He's a little bit younger than that. Um, oh, he's a little younger than that. 2013. Let, let, me, let me tell you. Okay, this guy, um, University of California, Berkeley, he has won on the PGA Tour. Max Homa. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah. You do his yeah. podcast. You do his podcast. Yeah. So you got you to gotta mention that to him. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. I, I finally, cause, because I listened to his podcast and I produce his podcast, Get a Grip with Max Homa and Shane Bacon. Um, <laughs> that's funny. Um, <laughs> that's funny because I, because I produce and listen to that podcast. Yeah. He mentioned before that he's gone to California, Berkeley, and he's won the, he's, he's had great success in the NCAA tournament. Right. So yeah, that's funny. I like that. Yeah, subliminal there, there. I like that. There you that. go. And then uh, the next year, Bryson DeChambeau won. You know, he has kind of he's changed changed the game and his technique and his clubs and all that stuff. But you know, there's one more. This is the last question because we we're running long here, Tim. But this is the last question for you. That's what she said. This oh man. Okay, let's refocus here. This player won the NCAA <laughs> championship in 2012. He went to the University of Illinois, which again is not known as a big golf powerhouse. Uh, he's played on the PGA Tour. He's played on the European Tour. Has won on the European Tour. And he's most, most well known for being 
just as good as sliced bread. <laughs> just as good as sliced bread. There's been so many. Sung J M, Justin P, Thomas Peters. What's which sliced bread are we talking? You named about? him Thomas Peters. Thomas Peters oh, won the NCAA championship in 2012. But you know, it's a short list of guys that have won the NCAA's from 1990 forward that are PGA Tour. Uh, recognizable players. Obviously, Phil Mickelson, Justin Leonard, Tiger Woods won in 96. Um, Luke Donald at Northwestern won in 1999. Charles Howell III won in 2000. Ryan Moore won in 2004 UNLV. And then the the next best thing to slice bread, Thomas Peters won in 2012. Max Homa, Bryson DeChambeau. Um, then you have Aaron Wise, Matt Wolf in 2019, and probably the, uh, another revolutionary player who, who plays his style of play is totally different. This guy that won from Ole Miss in 2017, his name is Braden Thornberry, hasn't made it to the PGA Tour yet, has played in a few events, but this guy is the fastest player I have ever seen. The fast. He does not hesitate to pull the trigger, Tim. And if you have an opportunity to watch Braden Thornberry, and we will over the next few years. He's a good player. I mean, he does. He could play a round of golf in probably two hours. He's fast. He's fast. I like that guy. Yeah. yeah. Omaha. He's like Peyton Manning at the line of scrimmage saying Omaha and hitting his golf shot. All right. That's right. All right. So in honor of episode 18, Randy Moss, Peyton Manning, Omaha, some guy from the Celtics, Pete Cowan. Dave Cowens. Dave, Dave Cowan. Okay, yeah. Dave Cowan. Pete Cowan. Who is that? He's somebody. Though. Pete Cowan is a, a teacher, a very good teacher, world-renowned oh, yeah. teacher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Pete Cowan, shout out. There you go. Accidental shout out to Pete Cowan. All right. <laughs> thanks, everybody, for listening to the Saturday Strong episode 18. The great predictor, Steve Johnson, and me, Minnesota, Tim Parachka. We appreciate you making the Hank Candy podcast a part of your day. We're going seven days a week, and we have been since January something I'm personally proud of. We will be back again tomorrow with the best of, and Hank will be back on Monday, most likely with an instructional show. Ooh. So well, Tim, follow the Hank Kenny pot. Well, yeah. Hang on. Sorry to interrupt you there. Before we go, send your videos. If you want some help yes. on your game, if you want some help on your golf game, send a down the line video just with your mobile device to golf schools at hankhaney.com. Golf schools at hankhaney. Yes. Not hoops. At HankHaney.com, but golf schools at HankHaney.com. Tell us what your big miss is. Doesn't have to be anything fancy. Doesn't have to be slow motion. Just get one of your buddies to video a swing. Tell us your big miss. Within 24 hours, we're going to send you back a start of a great game plan. We've done it for thousands of golfers. Now, we did have a little bit of a hiccup here not too long ago. We got hacked, Tim. So we're back in business. And uh, you know what? Someday, the listener out there may be able to come to the promised land and get a Hank Haney one-on-one golf school and achieve all their goals in golf and uh, live happily ever after. I blame the Russians. All right. Well, I know I'm a big fan of Bill. I love Bill. Bill loves to rip me on Twitter and it's all in good fun. He always sends these fun little jokes to me on Twitter and I love Bill. Bill, thank you for sending in your golf swing to golf schools with an S at HankCandy.com. Thank you for listening to the Hank Candy Podcast, everybody. We out of here. Thanks for tuning into the Hank Candy Podcast. Listen, follow, rate, and share on iTunes, on the iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. And you can make your thoughts and questions heard by emailing the show at hankhaneygoff at outlook.com 
And you can also tweet me directly by sending your tweets to at Hank Haney on Twitter. Kaney Podcast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Infinity Presents, a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-Fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's Unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk Extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount.